Today's Spotlight is brought to you in part by presenting sponsor, Busey Bank. Busey, your dream, our promise. Welcome to Spotlight. I'm your host, Jay Mournette. And today I'm joined by three local nonprofits, Bridge Communities, Naperville Area Humane Society, and the Naperville Park District. You're watching Spotlight, and joining me now representing Bridge Communities is Amy Van Poland. Always nice to have you with us, Amy. I love coming back and speaking with you. Thanks for having me again. Absolutely. Now, you know, Bridge Communities has been serving the homeless population in DuPage County for a long time. Mm -hmm. But take a little walk back and tell us how you got started. Oh, great question. So we are celebrating our 35th anniversary this year. And we were started by two men who lived in the Wheaton and Glen Ellen area who were noticing families that were experiencing homelessness um, and some of the volunteer work that they were doing. And that just really did not match with their values. And they just really struggled with how do children thrive and survive when they are homeless. And so they started working with some local agencies, uh, got together with some friends, literally passed the hat around the living room, <laughs> had persons put cash in it, rented an apartment, and jumped in and said, we're gonna try to help one family facing homelessness. And that is still not necessarily passing a hat around, <laughs> but uh, we still operate that same way. We look at every family individually, we now service more than 100 families in a year. Uh, we have over 100 apartments that we're working with and uh, in 23 buildings and seven communities across the county. But our mission has remained the same, to provide housing and supportive services to take a family from homelessness to self-sufficiency. Okay. Well, I, and what a great story about passing the hat, right? And we yeah. look back, and, and so many organizations started with that. Uh, we yes. might be a little more sophisticated now, but, but the need is the same. The for sure. need is the same, and the passion is the same, and engaging our community is the same. And I think that that is what Bridge Communities is celebrating in our 35 years. Would we love to be out of business because the need is no longer there? Of course. Absolutely. But because the need is there, we are celebrating the fact that every day in some way the hat is being passed have that either be volunteering, giving, uh, support in our community. And so that's what we really love about uh, working here in DuPage County and having the resources to be able to provide that, that desperately needed um, services to these families. Yeah, now talk a little bit about that because obviously, you know, we've been through challenging times the mm -hmm. last few years. How have the needs of your clients changed just even mm -hmm. in this past year as we've come out of the pandemic? That's an excellent question. Our needs have changed in that our families continue to have much more challenging needs than they did prior to the pandemic. Um, the rental cost in our area has skyrocketed. Uh, Childcare costs have skyrocketed. Uh, mental health services and needs are still very high. Um, and many of our families are really struggling with transportation. Um, we have over 60 families on our eligibility list and over half of them 
do not have a vehicle. And without a vehicle, they cannot come into our program. And so we are just continuing to mm -hmm. see wrinkles and barriers for families to be able to come into our program. Yeah, that's so interesting. And you're not the first organization that's talked about the transportation mm -hmm. issues. I think that's always been sort of one of those infrastructure pieces that is is challenging, right? If you can't get from point A to point P, yeah. can't get the kids to school, can't get to work, that really creates a lot of problems. It creates an enormous amount of problems. And we used to be able to rely on a pretty robust donated car program, but with the way that used car prices are now, and persons are just hanging on to their cars longer, we are not receiving the number of donated cars that we used to. So if anyone watching <laughs> does have a car they would like to donate, it's such a wonderful thing because we don't sell it. We actually turn around and give it to a family that's in need so they can do exactly that. They can get to work. They can get their kids to school. They can get quite literally back on that road to self-sufficiency. Yeah, that's important. Uh, you're in the Naperville community. How are you investing in that Naperville community these days, Amy? Yes, yeah, so we um, own seven apartment buildings here in Naperville. Um, it is our largest community that we are partnered with. We have more than a dozen program partners and hundreds of volunteers that come out of Naperville. So this is a very important community and one that we really do treasure. Um, just in this past year, we will be investing in each and every single one of our buildings. Uh, we have one building that we just did um, some apartment renovations on, and we'll be starting on a second building and renovating every single one of the units in these apartments to really just create the absolute best living environment we can for our families. So that's a good way for people to get involved, yes? It is a great way to get involved. Um, Bridge made the financial decision and the business decision many, many years ago to own the properties that our families live in. This has proven to be financially an incredibly smart decision. We are not beholden to the increasing rental cost or to the needs or wants or desires of an external landlord. We are our own landlord. Yeah, that helps. Yes, it really does. Um, but it does require us always to be investing in these units. It's the and choice of home ownership, right? It is. <laughs> it's it a good is. problem to have, but it, it does take work, constant maintenance. It does. The joys of home ownership times 154, because that's yes. how many units we have. <laughs> so that is um, a lot of toilets and a lot of refrigerators and a lot of those things to keep up on. But um, it brings us great joy to create a living environment that allows for our families to um, have great joy and great pride and to really thrive in their environment. That's wonderful. Well, now, one of the things that you're doing that all, always is about celebrating women, transforming lives, mm -hmm. talk a little bit about that program and what you've got coming up. So we have this wonderful event, Celebrating Women, Transforming Lives, coming up in June. So we um, hold the event at Donata House in Wheaton, and we would love to sell out the event. It's really the best event that we have that showcases our mission, and you can really learn what the power of Bridge Communities does for the women that are in our program. And is only women can come, or is it also open to men? It's, of course, open to men. <laughs> we love to have men there, but it really is a day that's about celebrating the women in our program and the women in our community that give back in so many ways. Okay, so a lovely day. It is a beautiful day. It's a wonderful fundraising event. Wonderful. Anything else, Amy, that our viewers should know to help you as we wrap up? 
Well, so we are, like I said, honoring and celebrating our 35th year. We want to give our thanks to everyone here in Naperville for supporting us for so many years. I encourage you to please visit our website. I encourage you to please visit our social media, follow us. You get a great idea as to what's coming up at the organization, as well as to really learn about the families that are their lives are being transformed through Bridge Communities. Well, thank you. No, we thank appreciate you. it. Always good to see you, Amy. Thank you. thank you for stopping by. Thank you. And if you are interested, as Amy said, in learning more about Bridge Communities, please go and visit their website. We're going to take a quick break, but stay tuned. We're coming right back with more Spotlight. Growing your family, opening your own business, retiring to travel, leaving your legacy. At Busey Bank, we know there's a lot to look forward to and a lot of planning along the way. Celebrate your life's milestones by putting your money to work. Busey Bank, building business, growing wealth since 1868. Proud to be the official bank of the Fighting Illini, member FDIC. If you're just tuning in, you're watching Spotlight. I'm your host, Jane Wernette, and joining me now from the Naperville Area Humane Society are Chris Cash and Jen Smiley. Welcome to the show. Thank you, thank you for having us. Absolutely, and when we say us, we have this lovely furry friend we with us. We have Olivia. Olivia is a year and a half, we think, at our yep. shelter. Okay, well, welcome to the show, Olivia. I love that name, that's awesome. Well, Chris, let's start with you. Talk a little bit about the Naperville Area Humane Society. Uh, Naperville Area Humane Society services Naperville and the surrounding areas. That's why we call it area. So pretty much any, any place around DuPage County. Um, we shelter animals in need and get them adopted out or into foster homes and then adopted out. Um, we also educate the community and we have lots of kids programs. So we teach humane education to um, children with summer camps. So we're not only helping dogs and cats in the community, but also humans. I like that, helping all of us together. Yeah. <laughs> now, Jen, talk a little bit about how many, and, and Chris mentioned that the adoption. On average, how many do you adopt? How many cats and dogs do you adopt every year? On average, it's about 700. Wow! Yeah, that's yeah. not the number I thought yeah. you were going to tell. Yeah, me. <laughs> that's a lot for the year. About anywhere between forty to sixty a month. So. Okay, and mm -hmm. is it more cats than dogs? Dogs and cats? Um, it's usually more cats than dogs. Yes. Okay. For sure. yes. Any particular reason for that? Um, I, I'm not sure. Okay. I, I well, we do really like to have, adopt yeah. cats out in pairs. Yes. Oh, so a lot okay. of times they go in pairs. Okay. So that's helpful. So when yes. people will yeah. take two, and we do yeah. um, always suggest that. They take yeah, two. Yeah, when they're when they're kittens, you want them to go together as two, um, as a bonded parent. Sometimes we have cats that are older that come in that are bonded pair or even a threesome. We have a three three cats right now that um, are bonded triplets. 
with oh, that uh, that we want to go and stay in the home together. Okay, so, and they yeah. just do better. They're just happier, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. Especially at a young age when they're kittens. That's why we always suggest when you're getting them as a kitten, you want them to have a, another cat to be with. Okay, mm -hmm. kind of a little bit of a wingman yeah. or wingwoman, sure. depends yeah. on the sex, right? <laughs> <laughs> Now, obviously, that's a 700 adopt. That's yeah. that's a lot, yeah. and uh, that takes a lot of cash to fund that. Mm -hmm. So I know you have kind of this fun thing going on, this dream vacation raffle. Uh, yes, so tell uh, us more. It's our biggest fundraiser of the year. Uh, if anybody's familiar with, we've done a raffle for the past two years. Um, first year was an Airstream camper. Last year was a rare bourbon collection. And this year, with people getting back to travel, we thought we'd do a travel raffle. So we have um, nine vacation packages to choose from. And we limited to 2,500 tickets. But now that we've broken it into three different categories, you actually have a one in 500 chance of winning. Pretty good odds. Yeah, yeah. So um, that drawing will be on July 6th. So you have from now till July 5th to purchase your tickets, and of course, they're on our website. Okay, that's wonderful. And on that money that you raise, Chris, give us an idea of how that helps with the shelters. So why would I get a ticket? Yeah, absolutely. First and foremost, it goes to animal care. A lot of our bills are veterinarian expenses, which, you know, as anybody knows, are expensive. Um, so veterinarian costs, our staff um, that runs the shelter, of course, they want and deserve a paycheck. <laughs> Operational cost of the building as well, um, just like any other uh, business that has to pay for a building and heating, cooling, all of those things. Um, food, yeah. you know, a lot of times. It, yeah. you know, we go through a lot of dog food, a lot of kitty litter. Yeah, I'm sure, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Well, all good reasons to try to go for the dream vacation raffle, right? Yes. <laughs> well, good. Now, um, fostering, because you've told me 700, wow, cats and dogs ad adopted. How many, how many have fostered? And talk about how that program works, Jen. So our foster program is for both cats and dogs. Um, right now we have, it's the beginning of kitty season. So we have a lot of moms that are getting ready to have kittens. So. We have a big group of uh, fosters that are taking in these moms and waiting for their babies to be born, or some of them already have babies born, and um, they nurse them until they're uh, you know, a certain age, and then they come in to get all their shots and be ready to be put up for adoption. And you know, fostering just is, you know, we give you all the things that you need, food, the, the supplies if they're kittens or puppies for um, that age. <laughs> and, you know, we work with the foster as far as, you know, making sure that they have everything they need um, in the home and for the dog and giving them all the care and the training that they need to have them settle in what will be their future life versus being in the shelter. And it gives them yeah. a break from the shelter as well. Um, so the more fosters that we can get, um, the, the more it helps the dogs or get um, settled into a home environment as well. Sure, so. that's kind of a transitional yeah. piece, right? Yeah. So how long would the typical foster situation be? It's, you know, we ask for a minimum of, I think it's three, we ask for a minimum of a month to three months. Um, it Because it really just depends. Kittens go quick. 
Sure. Um, and um, kittens aren't usually staying in foster for very long, but the cats sometimes will stay in foster for a little while longer. Okay. Um, but the dogs, like right now we have, I think we have like maybe four that are in foster homes right now because a few of them have recently gotten adopted from being in foster care. So um, we actually have a bonded pair that's been at the shelter for over a year, Zippy and Rally, um, who are um, finally in a foster home to be outside of the shelter because it was a little stressful for yeah, them. Yeah, absolutely, so, um, absolutely. But you can go to our website there to fill out an application for whether you want to be a foster cat or foster a dog, or maybe you're interested in whichever is available. Okay. Um, but um, pretty much almost any dog that we'll bring in that we feel that needs to get out of the shelter and get more ready for a home environment, um, we will we will work with that family and match them up with the right animal as well. So okay. we're always looking for fosters. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's good. And then, you know, I know, Chris, you talked a little bit before about businesses. So talk a little bit about how they can get engaged with um, Naperville Area Humane Society. Well, recently um, we have had what they, HR departments contact us and they have employee appreciation days. And for mental wellness, we'll bring a couple of our shelter dogs to the place of business. And usually it's outside if weather permitting, so that the staff gets an opportunity to pat and interact with the dog. We do a little bit of humane education while we're there and tell them the stories of the dogs. And it just brings a smile to everybody's face, you know, that is coming out um, to do some socialization. And we found that through that, when people, once they understand about uh, our organization, then they're more apt to become donors, if not adopters. Okay. So um, we always appreciate if the company will do an employee match on their donation, even if it's just for that day, but if it's an ongoing thing, that's wonderful too. Okay. Nice. Mm -hmm. And as we wrap up here, Jen, I want to just ask you real quick, if somebody's listening and they think, wow, I would really like to volunteer because yeah. I see lovely dogs like yeah. Olivia, yes. how, do, how does the community go around getting involved from a volunteer standpoint? So volunteering, we have many, many opportunities for volunteering from fostering an animal like Olivia, who could be fostered. Um, from uh, being a cat cleaner or a dog cleaner or a dog walker um, to landscaping within our facility. We have so many different opportunities, fundraising, any, any, we have many opportunities, but they can, <laughs> they can basically go to our volunteer uh, page on our website and fill out an application because we are always looking for volunteers. And, you know, it's, it's a great way to, you know, get outside for yourself and do some dog walking sure. and, and for your good for your mental health, you know, and being out in the sun or just sitting and petting the dogs or the cats. So we have many different opportunities where you can spend with the animals if you're an animal lover, for sure. Okay. And do yeah. you have an age limit? Um, yes, the age limit is, uh, sorry, 16 and above. Okay, <laughs> yes. okay, so Most good. So it's a nice above. opportunity for yes. uh, high school students, college yes. students that might we be get home, a lot right? of We get a lot of college or uh, high school kids that want to come in. We also have a community service program, um, so they can uh, come in and sign up for that as well if, if they need some service hours. 
Um, so yes, many opportunities. Wonderful. Well, listen, thank you so much for coming by. Thank you for bringing Olivia yes, with you. We, we appreciate it. She brought a smile her. to everybody. You see, she's here. very <laughs> sweet. She did. Thank you. Thanks thank for having you. us. Thank you for having Absolutely. us. Absolutely. <laughs> and to find out more about the Naperville Area Humane Society, please go and visit their website. But don't go away right now. We're coming right back after a few short messages. Nationally recognized, locally invested, Busey Bank is proud to be named among the 2022 America's Best Banks by Forbes. We all have a story to share, stories others can relate to, whether moments of sorrow or of hope and inspiration, whether a story of struggle or a moment of victory. Every little moment captured and shared helps us to feel more informed helps us to feel more engaged with and connected to the community we all call home. Every little moment captured and shared adds up to something greater. For us, that something is the collective story of Naperville, a city rich in its volunteer spirit, its diversity, its traditions and celebrations, and so much more. In Naperville, there are so many stories worth sharing. It's been our honor to tell those stories and share them with you. Welcome back to Spotlight. And joining me now from the Naperville Park District are Brad Wilson and Andrea Coates. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Great to be here. Very nice to have you. And Brad, you know, the Park District, we love it. It's got so many programs and opportunities for kids to adults to seniors, everybody in between, right? Yeah. Um, but talk a little bit as you've come out of the pandemic about how that's impacted your program participation and what you're offering at the Park District. Yeah. Uh, overall, coming out of the pandemic, uh, we're seeing an extensive amount of interest in Park District programs. Uh, tremendous amount of growth uh, in a number of areas. Uh, it's something that we're seeing families that they're coming out of the pandemic and they want to get back into structured activities, which has been a great thing. It's been great to see everyone coming back to facilities, registering for programs. We're especially seeing it within our youth programs. So when we look at like our youth basketball, soccer, gymnastics, even our day camp programs, uh, a tremendous amount of registrations uh, taking place there. And a lot of that's happening on the first day of registration. <laughs> so we open registration and, and everyone goes to our website and registers for the program. Sometimes we have challenges with that, um, but we work to get as many uh, participants into our programs as possible. Yeah. Um, this past winter, we had nearly 17,000 people register for Park District programs, which is the most wow. on record for a winter season. Wow. Uh, so it's really been great to, to see that type of program participation. We're also seeing it with our facilities. Fort Hill, our fitness is back to the pre-pandemic levels uh, that we saw great. as far as memberships. Uh, our golf courses continue to be very busy, very popular with the programs and, and with the rounds being played there. Um, and we're looking forward to opening Centennial Beach here uh, come this summer. Yeah, that's always a fan favorite, right? Yes. Yes. Well, yeah. personally, I love getting down to uh, Springbrook and playing on that golf course. So I'm excited <laughs> about the renovations that have been done Absolutely. down there. So that's great. Yeah. Um, Andrea, you know, obviously, you're, and you're always doing a lot of facilities upgrades and expansion, and you've done a lot of that in recent years. But talk a little bit about kind of where you are with the facilities at this point. Well, we, we have Fort Hill, which has now been in... 
existence for what over six years now so yeah. we've got about six years and it is busy and coming off the pandemic it's getting busier we're just seeing this um, tremendous amount of growth as brad has mentioned the growth is we expected growth after the pandemic, but I don't think we expected it to be quite to the level it's at right now. Um, the a lot demand, of pent up yes, the, the yeah. demand is definitely there. People are really excited to be out and about and back. Um, with that, though, that we're running into too is there's only so much space, and right. the demands are so great. So we're just we're working to try to maximize our space um, as best we can. Um, looking at the, the schedules, efficiencies, our biggest areas are probably gymnastics uh, room and our gymnasiums during basketball season was quite the challenge. Um, so those have been some of our biggest challenges with that. Um, the way that we're trying to accommodate and help, we get a lot of support from the school districts, mm -hmm. District 203 and 204. Both have been very supportive. We have a great relationship with them in the sense that we work with them on indoor space, and then we also work with them on outdoor space that we provide them in our sports complexes and, and parks. So that's been really good. So um, other challenges that we've had with this, uh, the demand, is that hiring. Um, you know, yeah we, yeah, we might be able to find space, but do we have the staff to support it? So that's kind of been the next challenge that we have. This past year, we've really honed in on doing some incentive, um, you know, some really aggressive hiring. Um, programs, incentives, um, anywhere from simple things like um, handing out water bottles to students coming off the parking lot to say, hey, come apply, <laughs> to um, just direct uh, marketing or promotion through our database. Um, and then last but not least, something that we're right in the middle of currently is our um, community-based employee incentive program, which we're trying to engage the community to say, hey, get some applicants, have them apply, and if you do, and we hire them, we'll work with you to get you some, you know, uh, an e-voucher for $100 off within our program. So that, that type get of thing. Get you an employee, so, get around a goal. That yeah. sounds like a good <laughs> deal. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. like that. You're on, right? Yeah. Yeah. Doing yeah. the wheels right we, now, thinking. We've had to get very creative, and it's actually it's something that uh, nationally we, we've started to receive some recognition from other agencies looking at, okay, some of the hiring incentives that you've put out to the community, how would you do that, and, and how successful is it? So yeah. it's been great. Our, our HR and our marketing team have done a fantastic job. Well, I think it's really good because you offer so much. So mm -hmm. from a community member standpoint, there's so many programs that I could tap into that I would see as a benefit to me that does get me to think about it. And it's, you know, it's the old adage, if it's not what you know, who you know, right? Mm -hmm. And so looking as you're looking for employees, that's a great way to do it. Absolutely. Talk a little bit specifically about the various indoor places that you have and where you're sort of, is, is it just the gymnastics that you're really seeing, you know, limitations or where where else are you in need of those indoor facilities? You know, just I, I think overall. Okay. Um, gymnastics is, we have one room and we use it and maximize it to its fullest ability already. Um, but also our gymnasiums. Um, we had a huge influx with the basketball. And although we planned for the growth, we didn't know that we'd need so much. So that's where we tapped into the schools to support us there. But yeah, our gymnasium sport, um, even our open gyms, uh, pickleball, holy cow, you know, indoor. <laughs> wow, that's just, you know, any open gyms that we have, we're, we're filling as much as we can with those types of things. So it's not just, it's a lot of indoor spaces, even some of our multi-purpose rooms. Sure. Um, you know, after school programming, we're seeing some influx there too. Yeah. Um, and we have, we have our 95th Street where we have some dance, um, some of our after-school programs, our day camps. Um, so, 
Yeah, so our indoor space is very, very busy. It's something that we're studying. It's a, it was a big part of our strategic plan okay. uh, that the board just adopted to really look at our indoor space and, and conduct a, a needs assessment uh, to determine as we move forward in the future, how are we going to be able to continue to meet the needs of the community for, for recreation. So on that note, Brad, talk a little bit about what you've got coming up. What do you see in the future for the park district? Yeah. Well, this year, we're very excited about a number of different park amenities that we're bringing online. Uh, we actually had some very generous donors uh, last year that have helped to fund some of these projects. Uh, so the first one will be six new pickleball courts at Frontier Sports Complex. Okay, uh, well, and that's like a craze that's sweeping it is, America. It is, yeah. absolutely a craze. <laughs> Obsessed people. Uh, the the Rothermel Family Pickleball Courts, uh, so we received a generous donation from the Rothermel Family Fund uh, okay. through the DuPage Foundation to help with supporting those pickleball courts. Uh, those are slated to open this spring. Uh, the Springbrook Golf Course renovation that you mentioned earlier, yes. uh, early this summer, uh, we'll be reopening the, the golf course after major renovations. Uh, we will be working on a renovation, a complete renovation to the Centennial Park Skate Facility, okay. uh, which the Rothermel family also generously donated towards that. Uh, and so that will be done this fall. Uh, we have the beneficiary of the Frank Russ Trust that uh, donated towards an open air pavilion at Knock Knolls Park. And nice. that's going to be coming to us in the mm -hmm. fall. And then we're working with Naperville Little League on a partnership where they're donating uh, to the community and to the park district to uh, install our first uh, synthetic uh, turf infield for a baseball field at DuPage River Sports Complex this fall. So yeah, that's exciting. Very excited about yeah. that. A number of great projects, great benefits to, to the community and, and some very generous donors that are helping with that. Yeah. Well, listen, I am excited for the rest of your year. I look forward to what you're doing with your community needs survey and we'll encourage people to obviously take that survey it's important to get your voice heard right yeah wonderful well, thanks so much for coming in and sharing more information about the park district thanks for having us absolutely yeah. and you. if you would like more information about the Naperville Park District please go and visit their website I'd like to thank all of my guests for joining us on spotlight and our friends at Busey Bank for their generous sponsorship of today's show to learn more about the organizations featured on today's episode, please go and visit our website at nctv17.org. And to stay informed about what's happening in our community, sign up to receive our daily news update and like and follow us on Facebook. For Spotlight, I'm Jane Wernette. Thank you for watching. Today's Spotlight is brought to you in part by presenting sponsor, UC Bank. UC, your dream, our promise.